just start it in media res, right? Just like all good literature. The first thing that was said was in media res. <laughs> this is the Heroic 28 Network. Warhammer 40K and miniature wargaming. With a little bit of nonsense. <laughs> Don't forget to laugh. Otherwise, what's the point? Okay, Stinger, yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, welcome to Dice Crimes. This is Mark. I'm the DM of this group today. And uh, we are... You have heard all these voices before, so I'm going to go around the table and let them introduce themselves while I eat these melon balls that Rob brought. By the way, Rob, tell us about you and your... What you're doing today? Oh, um, I'm Rob. I'm a Sagittarius. Hi, Rob. Uh, I... Uh, like long walks on the beach. Oh, oh, D and D things. Forgot about that. Um, so I've been playing D and D with Mark for quite a while, actually. So uh, it's nice. It's interesting to get back back into it rather than playing uh, Gamma World and uh, Shadow Run. What's your character today? Uh, today, my character is Thranduril Strongarm, the dwarf cleric. Okay. Uh, we will leave it at that, and we'll get to better introductions to our characters here soon. Okay. Uh, sitting next to Rob, who is on my left, so on the left of Rob is... Izzy! Hey, welcome back, Izzy. It's been a while. It has. I'm uh, glad to be back. <laughs> I, al- I also am Izzy, for my previous <laughs> listeners. <laughs> yeah. Everybody just wishes they could be me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be playing a dwarf paladin with the name of Rick. Okay. Great. I'm sure there's a reason for that. Always a reason. There's always a reason. <laughs> All right. Should across. name him Gramps. <laughs> <laughs> 300 years old for <laughs> grandfather owned. Actually, no, he'll, he'll, he'll only be like 18, but he's still Gramps. <laughs> this is the same Gramps. He just lived that long through Shadowrun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he ages hog. He ages very slowly. Yeah. Yeah. Is it across uh, from Izzy is? I am Kirk. Um, this is D&D campaign. Today I'll be playing Mirios Silent Horns, a Minotaur Ranger. Okay, great. Yeah, but we forgot awesome. about somebody. The listeners. All right. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, the listeners sitting are we, across the table. Are we carrying that gag through oh, this yeah. one as well? Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Name <laughs> of the podcast hasn't changed. Yeah. Just the game. This is true. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So in between Izzy and Kirk at the foot of the table is Second. you, our listeners. <laughs> and then sitting on Kirk's left and on my right is? I'm Sean, and I'm playing uh, Pritai Dwarf Barbarian. Uh, Barb. Bard. A barb. Barb. He's a stinger. Yeah. <laughs> Bard. A bard. Okay. Duh. Say his first name again. Prita. Prita? Oh, yeah. gosh. I got to write these down. And then we had, what was Silent Horn's first name? Murios. Murios. Okay. Murios the Minotaur. See, and I can remember Rick. Yeah. <laughs> you should have named, named him Darius. <laughs> Barry. <laughs> first cow joke all right <laughs> and then on the record actually we've been laughing about cow jokes for like an hour and a half now thorin thorin all right like thorn except with an i in there thorin like isn't there an oaken shield yes mm-hmm. okay my nerd chops are still there i got him i got him all right i'm just waiting for all the dad jokes to start <laughs> yeah well there's only three dads now um, so, each of you have in your possession 
something that you want more information on. Now, the you've decided to make a trek in the spring months uh, because the snows have melted from on the passes that you each had to go through, and you know that there'd be more people out and the roads would be safer. Now, some of you are on your journeys willingly and on your own free will, and some of them, this is your last option. Um, but you each know that there is a witch or wizard known for their artifice and enchanting abilities. You're looking for this legendary witch or wizard. Some of you know them by different names. Some of you have heard of them or seen a picture or read a book, whatever it might be. You've all stopped at the Tall Peninsula. This is an inn sitting on top of a rocky outcrop. Uh, it, the outcropping is about the size of a field you would play sports on. Most sports on. Not like shuffleboard. Um, the, the inn and stables are built on top of it. And it's pretty much just a big rock. Uh, there's a little road that ramps up to the hill on the uh, west side. Uh, and it's 40 feet taller than the surrounding landscape because... This is the beginning of the uh, river delta that leads into a big series of marshes, okay? Uh, now, something y'all would like to share during <laughs> no. my exposition? No, you're no. doing a great job. Okay, no. thank you, thank you. Huh? Pat myself on the back. Um, <laughs> Not that great of a job. <laughs> <laughs> the... Uh, you're staying at the Tall Peninsula. Uh, the water, there is a road that leads to the southwest from here. and uh, the, But the sides of the rock sort of go straight into the swamp water, which can be anywhere from a few inches deep to a couple feet deep. But it's not, no, and there are some sinkholes that go 10 to 20 feet deep, but you're not really worried about those as long as you stay on the road. If you go through the road, it'll take you six or seven days to get to the the, the, the larger town where you believe there's going to be uh, the wizard was last seen. Witch or wizard. If you are guided by locals, you'll get there in just a couple days, but you have to go in boats. Now, the local guides come every five or six days, and there are traveling... Anyone's free to travel along the road, but it's still hazardous, and sometimes the road is washed out because of the, I don't know, tides or something. Right, I'm not a I'm not a sailor. I don't know, <laughs> but it's it's for story reasons, plot reasons. Okay, yeah, right. yeah. Uh, there are some caravan people who are known to go through there. You are at this inn, all right. Uh, so, where are you from? And we'll just go around round robin south. Where are you from? What do you look like? And what are you doing at the inn while you're waiting? Well, you're passing a day or two waiting for either the local guides or the caravan people to go through. I'll take volunteers. Look at my up real quick. Because I can't remember. <laughs> okay. I'll go ahead and start. Okay. Since, so, so, we're, so we're meeting on this delta? You're not meeting each other. You're mm-hmm. all on this peninsula waiting for either guides or other people to escort you through the swamps and marshes. Okay. So, Rick is a dwarf from the hills. He's uh, really short, about 4'2". Like short for a dwarf, even? Yes, short for a dwarf, even. Uh, Weighs about 250 pounds. Okay. Has this luscious, luxurious red beard. That's nice. And is as bald as can be on top. (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh, He... uh, 
dresses somewhat nice. As nice as you can dress up chainmail. Okay. Because he's always wearing it. Like always. Always. All right. <laughs> he's a practical door. Practical. <laughs> why Why change when you still have to put it back on? <laughs> yes. And it's chainmail, so you don't have to wash it or anything. Exactly. You just this put it. the mil-spec armor of D&D. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why he's a paladin. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy armor. That's why. Okay. Um... And he's uh, just sitting and drinking some mead. All right. And he's enjoying himself there, huh? Always enjoying himself. Okay. The barkeep here, or innkeeper, is Gustav. And Gustav, because he's literally like the last stop on the way to nowhere, basically, uh, he doesn't charge exorbitant prices. But people are not, like, he knows nobody stays longer than, like, a week because they're on their way through to somewhere else. And, uh, but he makes sure to have nice stuff because he knows people have to stay here for a while. And you are actually quite impressed. Like, this is the best mead you've had outside of a dwarven kingdom in a long time. All right? Let's go around the next. So you're spending most of your time in the common room? Yes. All right. Great. Next. All right. Um. <clears throat> Mirios, uh, I've actually lived most of my life kind of in the woods. So on these rare occasions, I will come out <laughs> into more of like society, urban areas, a house, if you will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'm about six and a half feet tall, a little over 300 pounds, uh, wearing scale mail, a uh, couple weapons, but always smiling. Always have a good, positive demeanor in that aspect. How um, do minotaurs smile? Other people think that it's <laughs> scary, <laughs> right? Um, we're not really showing fangs or anything. We're just having a sunny disposition. It's actually more the inflection of our voices, right? Without like that. His eyes throaty. are smiling. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Big brown cow eyes, right? <laughs> so have kind of a doughy look. Um. Not so it's so, more like moo instead of boo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's more subtle. Oh, okay. It's more like a sigh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not actually staying in the end. I'm actually staying like kind of near the stable, not in the stable because it opens like itself to me. Yeah. He's, he's grazing. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm trying to help out Gustav with some of the chores because I don't really have the money to pay him for it. And All I'm right. kind of sleeping out side so and gustav is quite happy to let you help with the chores yeah because he doesn't have to rent a room he gets help anyways this is a plus and for some reason his his herd is well behaved around you (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that's about the long short of it initially all right next let me let me show you this and ask if i calculated this right because it seems kind of okay outlandish yeah, 22 strength is outlandish. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> right, so uh, my dwarf's name is Prita. He's a mountain dwarf. He's from deep within the mountains, so he's kind of pale looking. Okay. Um, spent a lot of time underground. Spends a lot. Of, spent a lot of time underground. Okay. Uh, he's a, a bard with a chip on his shoulder. Okay, I he, gotcha. He, uh, he carries around a, a magical loot. Or magical instrument. It can okay. be anything. But it 
it, when it's when it's not being played as a as an instrument, it it looks like an axe. Uh, he he. Uh, Got he's it. a he dwarf. He plays on his ass. That's right. <laughs> What's the stage name? Slash. Prita is his stage name. Oh, okay. He doesn't right. actually tell anybody his, his true identity. It's, it's a single name. It's not first and last. That's he's right. gotten to that point. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's like, bon, it's like Bon Jovi, you know? Yeah. Like Beyonce. Of, Beyonce, yeah. Like that Kanye. episode of the Muppets where Prince was on when he was going by that symbol and every single Muppet just had a sign. Like, <laughs> oh, hey, how are you? Blank. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Um, so he's just hanging out, uh, kind of paying attention to the entertainment in the area, seeing what his competition might be. And there's not much, not much. So, <laughs> so he feels pretty. He's pretty good about. He feels pretty good about you know what he can offer at the end. Yeah, I mean he is unrivaled in yeah. that he tries it all. <laughs> so uh, he he plays here and there and and makes enough coin to to afford his stairway to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just to... <laughs> he, he he makes enough coin to, to stay at the end and and uh okay yeah there's like a little corner stage so to speak for it yep it is really more or less like a couple boxes that have been lashed together but uh he's happy to have you there gustav just put you in some nice rooms and then the last but definitely not least Especially since Lee is not here. Sick. Last, but Single definitely tier. not Lee. Yeah. <laughs> ah, Lee. Ah. Um, uh, Thorin. Thorin is tall. Thorin is incredibly handsome for a dwarf. And Thor- Thorin has dark tan skin and bleached blonde hair. He is probably the prettiest dwarf you've ever seen. And in fact, when he is standing there waiting, there are Every female is swooning at, and a couple of males are swooning at Thorin. And also, and uh, Thorin also is kind of loaded. His armor <laughs> pristine. His his shield shines to a mirror finish. His hammer small, like inlays of gold. Thorin is uh, pretty well off, and. Kind of arrogant, a little borderline cocky. So, with his uh, small in, in, uh, indirect entourage, he uh, has uh, socialized with the uh, the locals already. Okay. Now y'all are there, and it turns out, uh, turns out that you're the one of the only group going out into the marshes. Most of the people have just gotten back. Uh, and so the uh, the boats are happy to have you there, but the they won't be heading out for a couple of days because they're waiting on a shipment of supplies, of rations and other things before they go out on the boats. Uh, but there are a group of, it seem to be like caravan people there. And the caravan people are, you know, traveling in wagons, a horse or two each, couple family lives out of a wagon. Um, and they're they're dressed uh, in nice bright colors, and there's quite a few of them. And they seem to have this. Gustav tells you each individually. He says, "Oh yes, no, uh, hold your purse strings, but they will take you where you need to go. They never seem to get lost. Very amazing. But when other people get you know regularly throw wheels 
while going on the road. They have never had any kind of incident. And they get there same time or even faster as other people. So I would recommend you go with them, but just travel in groups and keep your own, keep to yourselves or else they, they'll be very friendly, but you will pass out drunk and then be missing your purse. And you might be left on the road. Why would I be missing my purse? <laughs> <laughs> if you had one. Oh. Valuables. Other oh. valuables. Okay. Whatever's valuable to you. Is oh. It, is your purse made of leather? <laughs> like, are you wearing leather armor right now? No, I'm wearing scale As mail. As a minotaur? Oh, you're wearing scale mail? Yeah. Okay. Just checking. Why would I be wearing <laughs> leather? Do you know how many <laughs> fish he skinned to get this? <laughs> <laughs> Sharks. <laughs> Perhaps reptiles. Yeah. Sharks are hard. <laughs> Every, everything you It's snake skin or nothing. <laughs> yeah. Cow wearing boots. <laughs> like snake skin boots. Uh, um. I guess you have hooves for feet. Yeah. <laughs> I see the Minotaur and I ask him if, if he'd like some new shoes on. <laughs> oh, you're a no. smith? <laughs> no, but thank you for the kind offer. If you get, if you get like horseshoes of flying, you just put them on. Meant <laughs> <laughs> for steeds, but you're all right. Okay. Um, all right. Well, the which would you rather do? But he says you can wait a couple extra days with the boats, or the caravan people will be heading out sooner, and they'll get there by the time about the same time the boats do. But uh, I would rather go on land using the caravans. I won't get in a boat. Okay, it is a swamp. <laughs> Too much tipping. Too much tipping. <laughs> All right, they won't handle your baggage for you. That's what you're cow tipping. Okay. Uh, okay, I was thinking like cash tipping. I have a question. Like, so is is it just us four? Uh, essentially, us four heading heading out. Yep, that's pretty much it. And Gustav has pointed him, you all you out to each other and said, "These are the other people going out." He vouches for each of you in your own ways. He says, "He says, over the last two or three days, I've noticed that they're not. None of them look to be thieves." <laughs> <laughs> I asked them. They said no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's on, it's on the sign-in sheet, actually. Are you a thief? No. <laughs> yes, Come on no. in! Yes, I'm a thief. Uh, a thief of hearts. <laughs> All right. Uh, you are... Are y'all planning on going by road or by boat? By road. Caravan. Well, I guess if it's the quickest way to get me out of here... And then I shall go to the road. Okay. The and for you, sir. Mm. How many days? You'll be waiting another three or four for a boat, and it'll be three or four by boat, and you have to stay on the boat the whole time. Uh, I can't. Or you can travel along the road, and there's enough spots to camp out. Uh, so. I can't wait that long. Perhaps I can get a. Uh, Jaunty tune to get us to travel all the way there. You're not going to do an accent the whole time you do this character, are you? I don't see why not. It's only okay. a, it's only the one session. Okay. Right. I see you have a, you have a loot there. Perhaps we can get uh, get a tune going while we're going on this caravan. I think that can be arranged, brother. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, I love music. <laughs> <laughs> I see him like Chris on the. 
question. Gordon, literally the best thing that's happened. <laughs> <laughs> you have you are really on a Parks and Rec kick. Have you just been like I only binge get, watching I have, like no, all no, no, of them? <laughs> I have so little free time. So little free time. Like I get to watch like an episode a night if I'm lucky. Mm-hmm. So it was literally the only media I have consumed for like a month and a half. Oh, okay. Because it's taken me a month and a half to get through <clears throat> a couple seasons. That's fair. <laughs> It's literally my only reference point. Literally. 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 My, my only, only reference, reference point. Literally. <laughs> so not only, like, Thorin also is, a, so he's a, he has priestly robes on, and he also has, like, you can see uh, Moradin symbols. So he's the god of the dwarves, uh, also of the forge and of light and the sun and a bunch of other stuff. So he, whatever he wants. Yeah. Yeah. Kind (laughs) of, um, he has like, so he's got like a, you know, a big, like he's carrying a hammer, emulating Morden. And he's also got like big Morden symbols on his chest and all that other stuff. And he's wearing like clerics robe and like a fine circlet and like all this other stuff that indicates. It's it's something that Pryton and Rick, Easily understand, <laughs> yeah, and exactly. Notice. Like really, every dwarf yeah. everywhere, like should recognize. And like, this guy is into Mord, exactly. Like, yeah. and he is. He is also. Uh, he hasn't gotten. He hasn't gotten into. Uh, like proselytizing yet, but. Uh, and it's he's already already he's already charismatic, and he he clearly easily gains followers. So, all right. Well, the the. It, Gustav says, okay, well, in the morning, uh, the most recent people from Caravan people, they, I'll introduce you to them, and you can head out. The If you don't have any other preparations, we'll... Do you all want to spend any time like getting to know the other people on the road or not? Can I meet the Caravan leaders tonight? Why do we have to wait till the morning? They just need to rest their horses, and uh, they'll be able to... They have a spare wagon, but they also need to they need to stock up on grains and such for the trip. Okay, I guess they'll need extra grains due to you. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm assuming minotaurs don't eat beef. No, I mean i I don't actually really eat a lot of meat. Now that I think about it, <laughs> he's grass fed. Are you on that? Are you on that vegan kick? <laughs> No, because I worry about I worry about levels of like you would have told me already. (laughs) No, um, living out off the land, there's really not as much meat as you would think. So small things, insects, (laughs) squishy, no, slimy Slimy yet satisfying. satisfying. There's there's your dad joke, your first one. (laughs) All right. (laughs) The Lion King reference yeah. from circa 1994. Four. Yeah. Why did you know that? He has a... <laughs> Are you eidactic memory? No. No. Yeah, that's the wrong game. Well, abstract, <laughs> abstract, is, a video, abstract is a video critic, so... Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> my bad. Uh, I make my own plays out in the woods, so... <laughs> it's lonely. Like little puppies out of sticks. <laughs> the... Uh, the caravan leader, it's a, wow, it seems to be a guy named Jimmy, is the guy who runs, he's the head, of, but he really goes by James, but everyone calls him Jimmy, even though he doesn't like that, 
but he seems to be he's the guy who's will smile and not actually correct anybody anyway. But uh, so Gustav introduces him as Jimmy, and he says, "My name is James." He's sort of a swarthy, dark-skinned guy with dark hair, big mustache. You could like do skate jumps off of, and he's he's dressed in like uh, loose clothing that's very colorful, or it used to be. It looks like it's just sort of aged a bit. Got a little shock of silver in his hair. Uh, he says, "You'll be traveling with his extended family." His his wife and his three children, who are also married, and their grandchildren, and his brother and his brother's brother-in-law, and he starts to list and quickly become glassy-eyed. <laughs> but basically, it's going to be about eight or nine uh, wagons all traveling together. It's like reading the book of numbers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> son of, and then son of, and then son of. But the weather's going to be bad. They have to go anyways because they're having a family reunion with the rest of the family. So they they need to get going, and they plan on being there in six or seven days. All right. Uh, so the that night the inn is full of people, as the caravan people, but they go out back to their wagons to sleep, uh, and even though they stay in the common room and socialize, and you get to go know them as well as you want. Uh, and you head off in the morning. Now this is a this is a caravan. It's not going particularly fast. Uh, and those of you who have any proficiency with land vehicles or traveling, or if not, just roll into intellect. Make a land vehicles check or intellect. First roll of the game. Here we go. The most exciting. Sets the tone for the rest of this time. What do we get? I got a very mediocre 11. Good. All right. I see your 11 and raise you 6. For that's what I rolled. 6. A 6. Oh. <laughs> I rolled a 19 plus 1. 20. 20. 20. All right. You you are not confident that you will like you don't understand how you're going how they're going to get there in that amount of time. Like you have read a map before and there's no way this group of like 60 people in 10 van, 10 car- 10 wagons are ever going to get there at this rate. And you are worried. You're like, no. No. I, I bring up my uh, doubts. To James. James. And he instantly smiles. Like That is like the nice... Someone called him by his actual name, and he is like instantly endeared towards you. Well, he doesn't know this, but I, I like to swindle people, so I try to get on their good side. <laughs> so. James, I, I've been uh, thinking about uh, this trip, and something just doesn't add up. Oh, I know. I hate this scenery. It's the most boring place in the world. You can literally see trees six miles out. It's just swamp. Tree cover. It gets denser away from the road. At least it hasn't grown back yet. But, I mean, it's just water, mud, and trees. Yeah, and, and it seems like uh, the specified time just doesn't add up it doesn't it doesn't seem like we're going to um get there in time oh no we'll get there in time he laughs he's 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 he's, he he, uh and then he in no subtle way at all winks would you care to enlighten me about the way we're traveling we're gonna go on the road it'll be great we'll go quick bundle up tonight it's gonna get cold thank you for the advice james (laughs) 
Yeah, we'll be there. Great. What'd you get? I rolled a four minus one, so a three. <laughs> you think we're going to get there on time? Maybe early. <laughs> <laughs> I see a road, and I'm like, <laughs> If we don't stop for bathroom breaks, we'll get there on time. Uh, that night, it does get cold. First night travel. Uh, it, are you staying in... How are, you, how are you sleeping on the ground? or Anyone bring a tent, or are you staying in an extra wagon? I got my bedroll. Okay. I put my, my coin sack at, at the foot of it. Okay. To where nobody can get to it. Sure. I'll find some grasses and lay them down, pat them. There's lots of reeds and such in the swamp. Yeah. I chop them down a tree, you know. Yeah. Okay. Bed, bed roll. Bed roll? Yeah. Just somewhere around the wagons? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take, a, for at least the first few, couple hours, just essentially shoot the breeze with James. Just okay. Be like, hey. James, how are you doing? Nice to meet you. Thank you so much for taking us all on this trip. We really appreciate all of it. Okay. Roll a... Are you trying to get information out of him or just being friendly? No, just being friendly. Roll a insight. Check. Get those metal dice again, don't you? Uh, 19. 19. Yeah, James is like not worried. He's very, He thinks you all are very nice. He, he's... He makes a joke that he hasn't seen this many dwarves in six months. <laughs> all in one place. <laughs> and you all have the friendliest ones he's ever had. Uh, and he is obviously just flattering you half the time. The other half the time. You're I'm, not quite I'm, sure I'm how much. I'm kind of used to that, though. Yeah. yeah, you're not quite sure how much of it's sincere. And how, even, I mean, this guy is like a good flatterer. He, he probably <laughs> means most of it. And uh, he, he tells you, you he has bottles of wine. He offers some to you. Oh, I thank you so much for your hospitality. I thank you so much, James. And then uh, it's, it's actually really good. Would roll a intelligence check. You've never heard of this one. Before. Uh. <laughs> it's really good, though. He tells you it's from a land far, far away. Okay. Uh, and James, I noticed. Uh, well, my companions had a little doubt on uh, our trip. Why? Uh, why would he? Why would he think that? I don't know. We go faster than anybody else around here. We know these marshes better. By the way, it's going to get cold later on. There might be some mists. You just need to bundle up, okay? Okay. Well, thank, thanks. Thank you, James. Yeah. If you, do you need extra blankets? I have some in the wagon. I'm, I'm good. I'm good for now. Thank you. All right. We don't want our friends and uh, passengers to. Get cold, and you—you're dwarf. You couldn't. There's nothing in a bottle of wine that would make you more than tipsy. So mm-hmm. you're, you're happy, and you don't feel any bad. And <laughs> go to sleep. And no, no constitution it's checks. Like, it's like water. Yeah, <laughs> wine is basically water. Uh, and you, you, he has. There's about two fire. There's a few fires, but there's two around for James' family. And children playing, staying up way past what you think would be a respectable bedtime. Mm-hmm. And you question their parenting methods, but they're very nice and polite <laughs> children. <otherwise. laughs> and uh, that's that's how the night passes. Uh, you eventually turn in or whatever? Yeah. Okay. Uh, as you turn in, you, you start to see the mist, and it, it must be something about it getting cold. Or whatever. 
uh, and uh, the fire, but you can still see the fire. It's still warm. Everyone's sleeping around fires underneath wagons and such. Uh, and you all wake up, roll a constitution save. Everyone roll their con. Do you have some dice? Um, sure. I'm using a... Oh, alright. Whatever you want to use. Alright. Does it, like... How does it generate its random numbers, though? <laughs> the only truly random one I like is from random.org, where they take, like, cosmic rays from the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Not even joking. Really? Yeah. It's, no. like, some kind of, like... As things hit the atmosphere, they measure the interference, and then they use that number no kidding. to seed their random number generator. That's yeah. fantastic. It's not it's like, like that. It's not a sector of pi. <laughs> no, it's like it's like some really super math nerds really trying to get random. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> I thought it was all dumb, and then you can go read these really long white papers <laughs> and publish papers about random number generators, if you will. All right. So what did everybody get? I I got a 13. 13? 12. 11. 20. (laughs) (laughs) You wake up first, despite being the last Ben, and there are no caravans. Hmm. So after I wake up and find... The mist is still pretty thick, and there is still a fire that is warm, basically at your feet, or however close you would be responsible to sit next to a fire. So would I have lost sight distance to the caravan, or is it just... Like, I could yeah, see where could, the caravan was, and the it's mis- not there. You can see where it was, and mm-hmm. it's not there. There are wheel ruts, and they're gone. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go ahead and call out loudly. James! The rest of you wake up to someone yelling James. In an accent. <laughs> <laughs> the Siri still doesn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was a real problem for Apple, apparently, for like six months. They were trying to sell I got, iPhones I, in Scotland, and they wouldn't there was it. a There was, yes. a, there was yeah. actually a skit about it. Like, the elevator skit? Yeah, the elevator. Yeah, okay, you saw it. These two, these two Scottish guys are on, a, are on an elevator, and they're like, where's, all the, where's the buttons? And, and he's like, oh, it's voice recognition now. Yeah. And he's like, oh, and bollocks. Yeah. And, like, and he's like, it doesn't understand a Scottish accent. Thirteen. Please say again. Thirteen. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. That was great. And it goes on for like half an hour. <laughs> great. Uh, yeah, wagons are gone. You wake up. Each of you are like, uh, you see a roaring fire. Not roaring. Warm embers with a little bit of like wood still burning. And you can sort of see a light about 20, 30 feet away through the mists. Uh, if you have thermographic vision, it's definitely a heat source. Yes. Three of y'all have. Uh, we have dark vision. Yeah, not thermo. Is dark vision, thermo vision? Different. It's just like black and white? Yeah, black and white. Grayscale. Okay. Shadowrun dwarves have thermo vision. Well, we're not playing Shadowrun. I know. La-dee-da, Shadowrun dwarves. I only have like 10 <laughs> dice in front of me. <laughs> um, I go by the embers. Okay. Just sit there. All right. Uh, it, it looks like the wagons moved out. You still see like footprints from adults and children's. And Do they look fresh? Min- yeah, do we have a... Do we have a... Mario's? 
Yeah. You I'm not I'm not very good at tracking. Anybody good at tracking and get us out of here? Roll survival if you have it. Um yeah, I can take a look. Twenty three. You're these look like they left somewhere between three to four hours ago. While y'all are sleeping. Well it seems like they've left about three or four hours ago, which seems odd because they wouldn't just intentionally leave us. Nobody would do that. That would be rude. <laughs> um, can I tell which? I mean, they're obviously going one direction. Yeah, it looks like the, the direction you were headed. Okay. Um, Even through these marshes, are we going to be able to track them very long? Yeah. Why would we? To tell you that wagon, unless they're like Oregon Trail. Cocked up to float, <laughs> they don't cr- they don't cross the swamps very often. Hmm. And you can't you can't tell how deep it is, so the hor- my horse might suddenly like fall ten feet down or something. Fair enough. Can I you- can I can follow the signs. Uh, I, I think we should get going. If so, I, <laughs> if so, I'm sure myself and my bros would be uh, very grateful. Wait, you think I can get lost? Oh, I can't get lost. <laughs> I've never been lost. <laughs> He knows exactly where he is. Yeah. All I have is this ball of yarn, maybe, to repay you. <laughs> it's really long. Oh. <laughs> it's how I don't get lost either. He keeps on going off in the random directions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I can definitely get us out of this. All right. We'll lead on, my good friend. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, you, y'all all in agreement, I suppose? Yes. Are we at least rested, like, yeah. enough? you are all... If you did your preparation, like, if you had spells, I guess you're the only one who has spells right now. Mm-hmm. Had spells, you would have done it before going to bed. Uh, and so you're all well-rested, like a long rest. Full hit points. You head out down the road, uh, and you notice that the fog... Which you, would, you would guess... Like your innate senses are telling you, it's like nine or ten in the morning. The fog is not lifting; uh, it's still pretty thick. The and the road seems to be getting. Then just roll a re- general perception roll. Passive. No, no, passive is like what I need to know. Actually. Okay. What is y'all's passive perception? By the way, eleven. That Rick is eleven. Thirteen. Thirteen for Thorin. I got a twelve. Twelve for par- whatever. <laughs> no, what is it? Prite. Prita. Prite. To, oh, uh. What was your number? 12. 12. 13. All right, you're really observant, y'all. Okay, go ahead. Well, it's 10 plus your modifier. Whiz, yeah. Or yeah. If, if you have proficiency. If you're elf, you get like another plus two or something. Oh, I was like, what? Well, I don't think I'm supposed to have a 22 in wisdom at this not, point. Not passive, no. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what was your perception checks? Uh, 16. 16? 14. 16. No, 12. We're I thought, I, so, I thought that's what you were asking the first time. What, what number no, so are we asking the first the time? The passive is the like 10 plus your bonus, which is for wisdom. It's nine. Oh, nine. All right. I didn't you're, know that was a you're Minus one wisdom. <laughs> that's great. The, the so passive is like, so if you're just kind of walking around, like, oh, I might notice this. If you're not actively yeah. looking yeah. for it. Yeah. And then versus actually looking. Yeah, like a my, my wisdom is eight. So, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of. Yeah, your passive wisdom or your passive insight and your passive perception are the only ones that are really relevant. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. So, but you did roll a 13, right? Yes. Okay. 
Uh, the 216s, the, the height of the road is getting lower and lower and lower as you're headed on. And you've been traveling for about a mile, or t- uh, an hour or two, and, and you're pretty sure because some of these people will walk practically walking their horses at a person walking pace. It's just the horse is doing the work instead of the person walking. So if you really like sort of double timed it, you could probably catch up uh, about and after about a half day. But it'd be a real like. You know, it'd be a trek. It'd be a trek. Yeah. Uh, was the is the caravan going to be going faster or slower? I mean, like I understand that if like, you if you hustle, it'll be going slower. If you walk, walk. it's going to be the same. Okay. We won't actually be able to gain on it. Okay. So I guess we double time it. Everybody, okay. everybody, good with that? I mean, we all unfortunately because we're all dwarves. Travel just a little bit slower than That's a, true. than average. So one <laughs> one point twenty five instead of one point five. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll, even if you just hustle, you'll be able to catch up. Okay. All right. I'm okay. Le- as long as he can keep up the pace. Yeah, I'm he's okay. Our, he's the one pointing us out of here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm Everyone, good. roll con a con check. <clears throat> See if they can lightly. Re- Jog or walk really fast. Thirteen. Thirteen. Roll a sixteen. Sixteen. Nine. Well, what's your con mod? Plus three. Is that with the? Yeah, it's with the mod. Okay. I rolled a six. Yeah. Right. Seventeen. Thirteen. All right. Yeah, three out of four. You're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> they help you with your like your heavier thing every once in a while when it's awkward banging on your back. Whatever. Your robes. <laughs> Picking them up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, y'all are <laughs> moving faster, but the you're catching up. You still see signs, and uh, the let's use this passive. A who's the least? I'm gonna roll D4. Someone's gonna be unlucky. <laughs> All right, what's your AC, Prita? That's right. Stare right in the face. Uh, 13. <laughs> the big number. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, you're dyslexic. It's 31. 31. <laughs> Beat that with an 0-2. Okay. Take. Oh, man, that's not good. Uh, uh, eight points of piercing damage. Oh, and you are grappled. That's more than half my hit points. And I have to you were you were sort of walking along the edge. You're you're on the outside of the road, sort of going. And now that you've noticed it, it the road is like only a, not even half a foot above the mark, the actual water on the sides. And as you're going, a splash of water happens at the side, and this long snouted reptile comes up and grabs your boot and leg, and starts to like. Drag you to the ground, pull towards the water, and you can feel it. <clears throat> Roll initiative, everybody. Great. And nice only having to do this once. Yeah. Per per round. Yeah, per round. <laughs> All right, what'd you get? Uh, Thirteen. Seventeen. Thirteen. Thorin. 17, Prita. 11. All right, 11 on Rick. I'm sorry, on 
Murios? Yes. And what did Rick get? I rolled a 15. Okay, great. 15, Rick. That means Prita. You have this thing grappled. You can use a strength to escape. All right. Let's see. Or do anything else that you could do with your hands. And then I pulled out my gun. (laughs) (laughs) There was a firefight. (laughs) I rolled an 11 to get out, to grapple. You are still grappled. Okay. Uh, we'll call that your main struggle. Now, in 5th edition D&D, you get basically what I call an interaction. All right? That is not a... Can I ask it its name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, opening a door doesn't mean you don't get to attack. So, you get your movement. You get an action, your main action. And Which I, I just call, performed. And then I call like an interaction, like getting out of potion. Like getting out of potion or chucking one. Uh, things that are really quick. Draw or sheath a weapon. Uh, withdraw an item, uh, drop something and pick something up, uh, hand something to somebody else. All right, that type of thing. All right. So you get that, and then your main action is attacking, casting spells, dodging. Right. That type of thing. Um, for my bonus action, Bardic Inspiration. Does that require me to play? Yeah, that is. Uh, never mind that. You have to usually do it ahead of time, and then people get to use it to add dice. All right. So, uh, you just are you struggle to get away? Yep, still struggling to get away. Okay. Uh, it does not work. After that, go. Thor, uh, Rick. I'm going to pull out my battle axe, and I'm going to take a swing. At the crocodile? At the crocodile. All right. Might Thank be an you alligator. You're not sure. Not for sure. <laughs> is, it in de- kill. is it in denial? Uh, <laughs> no, it's quite sure what it is. Would constantly having light up matter? Yeah, the mists are keeping, you sort of have like a heavily overcast, dark, stormy day type light. Okay. But you don't, it's not like stormy, it's just overcast. Okay. And there's a lot of tree cover. So, not on top of the road, but trees are not even five feet away from the road many times. Uh, So, it's a heavily wooded area. Uh, It would help you maybe see 60, 70 feet rather than the 30 feet the mist lets you. Uh, how much did what did you roll? In, I rolled damage? a fourteen yes, to hits. hit. Yep. And then damage. And let's roll to hit and damages at the same time. Okay. That'll speed stuff up. Five plus two, so seven. Seven. Okay. Yep. Got it. All right. Anything else? I'm assuming you moved over there yeah. within one movement. All right. Go Thorin. I'll go ahead and. Uh... Uh, I think it's cure, cure light wounds. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's the first level spell, mm-hmm. D eight plus modifier. Yep. On uh, our uh, ailing friend, uh, f- five. Five he'll, points. No five. Yeah. You hear him invoke the name of Morden as Rick takes a chunk of pale alligator flesh out with his battle axe. You feel much better all of a sudden. I do. Go, Murios. All right, so all I can see is this reptile engaged with Prita. Yeah. Okay, all right. And Prita's like, struggling. Yeah, he's trying to, like, open open its jaws type thing. Okay. Grab my hoof. Well, 
Um, actually, yeah, I'm going to move over to it. Yeah. And I'm going to use my horns to shove the creature off of Prita. Okay. You're going to try and basically grapple him. You're going to assist him in the grapple or grapple it yourself? Uh, it says, your horns grant you advantage in all checks made to shove a creature. Well, then that'll just shove them both. I am, uh, he's got his jaws on me. All right, so then what can I do to help release? You can grapple it as well. Okay. Strong armaments, jaws. Can I, uh, I guess I can't shove it then. Okay. Right. All right, so what do I do? Roll a strength check. Athletics. Athletics. Do you have extra bonuses on athletics, Prida? Uh, yeah. What what has your bonus been? Plus four. Well. So it's it's one of my, um. Proficient things? Proficiencies, yeah. Well, you should have been out, but. It's too late. <laughs> Whoops. Next time. You'll get it. I believe in you. <laughs> All right. Um, I got 11. 11? Yeah. After the bonus test? 11 is yeah. not enough. I'm I only have a strength plus two. Okay. Did you use athletics? It'd be the same. Okay. I'm not proficient in athletics. All right. All right. Next. After Morinos, it's crocodile. Crocodile. Wait, Just Slytherin. You said you have, we have an inner movement, something. Yeah, you moved over there. Uh huh. Then you tried to pry it open. Okay. So what I would can I talk for like a second? Yeah. All right. As I'm trying to pry this alligator thing off, I'm looking at the alligator. And I'm like, "Why are you doing this, friend?" Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> One with nature. <laughs> okay. Uh, can you speak to animals? They don't understand, but he I does. Think, <laughs> <laughs> I think I can actually speak to like small creatures, but I don't think it really applies in this situation. Okay. It's already got its intentions made. Right? The Okay. Uh <laughs> all right. It trumps. It basically like as people are trying to pull its mouth open, it keeps slamming its teeth back into Prita. But this time only for three damage. What the holes are already there, so it's not actually yeah. making it. I'm just bleeding out. That's all. <laughs> How many hit points do you have total? Total of nine hit points. All right, correct. So, so you had one hit point. So right? I had I had one after the first, and now I'm and after the heal and after the additional three damage, I'm at three hit points. Great. I love first level D and D. Go, Prita. All right, uh, grapple again. Okay. This time I'm adding athletics instead of Yay. just strength. Because I'm a bad DM. Crap. Keep going. Ten? Nope. That's less than eleven. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is like iron. Yeah. We're all gonna die. Crocodile Dundee would have problems with this one. <laughs> Paul Hogan would never have problems with a crocodile. <laughs> Go, Rick. I'm gonna swing again. Go, Rick. Ooh. I, I rolled a one. <laughs> There, there goes yeah. my leg. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> no, he doesn't hit you. Okay. All right. The, the bad leg comes down, and it hits a piece of driftwood, and it's stuck. Yes. <laughs> now you can beat it to death with driftwood. <laughs> Nudging <Yeah>. damage. <laughs> and then go Thorin. Uh... 
I guess I'll cure light wounds again. To <laughs> 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 so not have him fall over and die. Uh, how how wounded team. does this crocodile seem? There's junk missing from it. Are you a crocodilian expert? Probably not. Probably not. Um, because I mean, I guess I can start trying to kill it now. You do whatever would come naturally to Thorin. Well, they're they're attacking it, so I'll go ahead and heal him again. Okay, attacking it. Yeah, (laughs) attempting. Uh, ten this time. Dang. Yeah, I right. rolled poorly last time. Then, uh, Murinus. Murios? Murios. Go ahead. I don't want to do this, but I'm going to attack the said alligator crocodile thing. Oh. Alladile. Crocodile. <laughs> I don't um, want to do this, but I'm going to the ever, amputate your leg. Ever yeah. elusive <laughs> Croco Stimpy. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm going to tag it with my horns. Okay. Nod at it. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> uh, Fourteen to hit. Yeah, hit. Okay. Uh, seven damage. Seven damage. You, if it could make noises other than hissing, it would. It looks, you gore it in its side, and reddish crocodile blood comes out. So I yell at him, release him, friend! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, crocodile. Crocodile. Uh, let's go. And takes a disengage action. And then slithers down into the water. With a splash. No attacks of opportunity? It took a disengage action. Okay. It didn't attack anymore. Okay. And it's, and it's gone. After... Try to... Are you okay? Yeah. Thanks to Thor and I am. And you guys too. <laughs> you're you're welcome, to, brother. Thanks to Thor and I'm not dead. And thanks to you guys. We showed that croc what <laughs> As I'm dislodging driftwood from my battle axe. <laughs> I'm going to pick that up and stow it because it looks like it might be useful. The piece of driftwood? Yes. Okay. You're going to make some fine Look carvings from it? Stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is quite the song to sing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who lives in a pineapple? I, I, I knew <laughs> somebody was going to do it. Alright, uh, after a minute or two, you start to hear, like, the sounds of cicadas and burping frogs and, because it's actually Like normal nature stuff? Yeah, like the splash of water has sort of done that. You can, and, and you notice now it's getting warm, getting insects are coming out, and it's getting a bit, uh, they seem to be attracted to the recent bloodshed, even though the holes have healed, you still have. Red all over your leg and boot. Uh, unless you want to wash it off and dip it in the water. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> the the clouds do look like they're getting darker. Like you can see that the wind is 
The wind is starting to blow, and the weather is not getting any kinder. Uh, the <laughs> the the swamp is not a hospitable place, and it's getting worse and worse as it goes on. But it is hit night now, and you you slow down a little bit uh, for just a you know a, a short time at five ten minutes after that incident. But you you've noticed that. Water is like the road is muddy now, and what was like a well kept dirt road that was three or four feet off from the marshes, and even had leftover stones from some forgotten empire, you know, thousands of years ago, every once in a while, has turned into a slushy wagon wheel rutted mess, and uh, you're able to find like a clearer area to to if you wanted to. Um, that looks appropriate for camping, according to your well-traveled eyes. I don't want to be near the water. So, let's go to the nice spot. Okay. Y'all hear that? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I uh, decided to make camp or something? Uh, what time is it? The, the fog is not totally lifted. Uh, it's still light. Uh, the, the brighter heat of the day has sort of burned some of it off. But it's creeping back in now. Uh, it's getting close to dark. All right. Do you still can, see the, the tracks? Well, that's what I was about to ask, is I can tell. Yeah, there still seems to. I mean, the wagon ruts look fresh. Uh, water is. You, you think you're not far behind them, and unless they were going to go all night, which, knowing from the state of their horses, they are not going to be doing that. Okay. Uh, maybe if you did like a shorter rest rather than a full night's. Yeah. Okay. Y'all going to try and sleep or just press on? Should we take shifts? You know, just in case. Well, I, I, yeah. I mean, I don't think every crocodile is like that. But, you know, just in case we (laughs) encounter other travelers. Hashtag not all crocodiles. Yeah. (laughs) Who's the 1% giving the rest of us a bad name? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think it's a pretty good idea to take a watch in case maybe the caravan comes in contact. They realize they forgot us, and so they're coming to track us back. Good thought. Yeah. <laughs> Any other? All right. Then I'll take you... last shift. Last one? Yep. Okay. How are you going to do it? I'll take the first shift. Two-hour watches? Yep. I'll take the second shift. Well, we're doing a short rest, right? So, hour-long watches? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, just try and get some some sleep and then press on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you can basically use this time to like use hit dice, uh, spin hit dice to heal up if you want to. I'm good. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, during my shift, I'll be sharpening my axe. Okay. And then you're gonna press on somewhere closer to midnight or so. Yeah. Great. You. I thought you said it was light. No, no, it was getting getting dark. When you found the camping. Oh, it was okay. still light, but getting dark. Oh, so short rest. Sunshed, you can, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell when the sun's setting until it's actually getting there. It is it's because like, of this tree cover. It's like living in the north. Yeah. But it gets dark once that sun goes down and the light is not filtering through the trees. And even y'all with dark vision, like just it's hard to make out between the vines and the swamp trees and the... The constantly moving water that's rippling, and it's it's hard to make out very far, more than 30, 60 feet. Uh, and the, the 
the fog does seem to croach in even closer. And uh, you take your short rest. You all, all get two, three hours of sleep um, as you need it. And when you, you head back over to the road and you can pick up the tracks where they were previously. I mean, it's, I'm not even going to make you roll for it. And heading back that way. Uh, and as you head back out uh, after your short rest, you see wooden posts with like a bright fade. Of, used to be a bright yellow type of paint, uh, but it seems to have been faded over the years. These posts are every 30 feet or so, and these posts are on the side of the road from about you notice a couple of them at your campsite, and they keep going into the direction of the road. But the road now actually has a couple inches of water over it. Not nothing that would be worrying. Not even a str- barely a stream deep. You know what I'm saying? It's, again, just a couple inches. Uh, wouldn't be any trouble for horses or even people walking. There's no flow to the river. I have flow to the water. It just seems to be somewhat stagnant. And Ooh, uh, mosquitoes. Yeah. Yeah, and they, the bugs are getting a lot worse. Um, seem to, they seem to be a bit big, like they're getting fed somewhere. I'm gonna. I'm wondering if I've seen these pylons anywhere before in any of my travels or anything like that. Well, like a history or nature, whichever is better. Oh, what? Well, I was not thinking insight, but do history. All right. Nope. Okay. Nope. First time I've seen them. Uh. Yep. So, uh, could I mend this sign to put it back to its previous, like, to make it legible again? What sign? You said there was posts that were faded. Uh, uh, po- the- like posts in the ground. Oh, okay. With yellow painted on top of them. Oh, okay. They're obviously meant to be, like, some kind of guide. Yeah, like oh, some okay. kind of marker. Okay. Marker guide. Oh, okay. Never mind that. Consider my... It says mile 31 on the road. Just kidding. I rolled a 13 for history. You've not been through these areas before, but you know that other places where they tend to be flooding or whatever, they would use these to guide people or boats. To show them where where to go. And this is... Because you're more widely traveled than some of the other dwarves. And so it looks like... uh, you know, if the if the river was flooding or something, people would have a way of getting knowing which way is which. I see. Could uh, could I commune with my ancestors? Would they would know <laughs> a little more about this area? Yeah, you could do that. Okay. What does it look uh, like? Uh, what do you mean? Like what happens when you do this? Um, oh. I just kind of shader close effects. eyes and center. Huh? Shader effects. Um, let's go ahead and go with a camera pan from right to left. Up close, closed eyes, intense music. Yeah. Like a Hans Zimmer type of... Echoing. Let's go with echoing background voices. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Something choral. Yeah. A halo soundtrack. So, and then after that, I go 16. <laughs> that is a number. <laughs> was my for your school, history my check. history check? It yeah. was sixteen. You, you, you have heard these like, you know, are you a hill or a mountain dwarf? Yeah. Hill. Mm-hmm. You know that like the taller peoples who have to wade <laughs> through water regularly. Um, 
this is, these are markers, and they were done by like people have forgotten who did these. But as in, like it was a previous same people who uh, created the road. But even though they're made out of timber, they have obviously some kind of preservation magic to keep the timber going, because actual wood would have rotted away mm. thousands of years ago. And magic posts. Magic posts. And they, uh, uh, and that it was a water-faring society, and that it was a, uh, well, a water-faring society, and that they had control of the marshes because they could. Apparently, marshes, even in real life, are very super rich mineral deposits in underground because everything flows down through the river and silts out here. Oh, in the deltas? Yeah. Okay. And so you could find they, they were known to uh, use these posts for the main roads, and it was uncommon to have to actually get wet because boat traffic was so thick through this area. Okay. It was said you could walk boat to boat as well as some people could in roads. Okay. I mean, uh, there's a lot of it doesn't sound super helpful. Yeah, no, not really. (laughs) But the ancestors, they tend to drone on. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Like, half of the time, like, well, my eyes are closed and the music's playing, I'm actually asleep. (laughs) Nodding off. Okay. Pointer's really good at lullabies. (laughs) (laughs) This would be the time to give out, do the bardic inspiration thing. All right, I'm going to. Give out bardic inspiration. Give it to somebody and they you add see, a you're like, to what they're doing. You right. have bardic inspiration and then on their next, they can be like, well, I'm going to, I rolled, you know, 10 or whatever. I'm going to use my bardic inspiration to add to the add That way you a make D6. a save or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So if, like, if I roll like a one, I'm not going to use bardic inspiration. Like, it's, yeah. it doesn't matter. And yeah. if I roll 20, same thing. All right. You So you start slogging through water and it's getting... Like it's getting like foot deep, no nope. hoof deep. No, nope. don't like this. Don't like this. I don't like this. I know, you don't like being wet. I don't like. Yeah, I it don't does, do well with water. It does smell like wet fur now. <laughs> and that's the dwarven feet. <laughs> 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 you start, and uh, it, it slowly gets up to like ankle or fetters. Is that the back of a hoof? The back of the leg of a. I, we I'm not sure. None perhaps of us are we can animal science. So. Per- perhaps we can ask one of the English majors for their uh, for a vocabulary lesson. I'm going to read like a whole bovine <laughs> bovine biology book by the time we have the next session. And then, a bovology book. <laughs> I don't think that's a word. I don't think so either. <laughs> okay. Well, is fetters a word? Or yeah, is fetters, fetters the, really the right word? word? Probably not. No. <laughs> so maybe you don't need to know how Fetters, to judge me on bovology. Yeah. <laughs> Fetters are chains, man. Just oh. give me bovology. <laughs> so how many eagle links are we wearing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. The the measurement of freedom. <laughs> you you start walking through the water and hear roll audible perception if that makes a difference for anybody for everybody tell me what you get Thorne got a 13 13 12 12 I don't know I mean here's what I'm you interpret this as it is right okay it's great like this is like in addition you're skilled at navigating the wilderness you gain 
following benefits when traveling for an hour or more. One of them is even when you're engaged in other activity while traveling, such as foraging, navigating, or tracking, you remain alert to danger. So I, I don't, I guess it doesn't uh, take any minuses to. Yeah, you don't have, you're not distracted. Okay. All right. Anyways, I got like a seven. My perception. So you've been tracking, right? Yeah, so right. instead of focusing on the tracks, you can sort of keep your head up and see what's coming. Right. I got a four. All right. So you have the, the ones above ten have noticed that all the f- sounds of frogs have stopped and the bugs have disappeared in the last 30, 60 feet. I pull Jump. out my gun. <laughs> well, you don't know. You don't notice. Yeah. You're like, Meep. la, 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 la. I'm just still singing and playing. <clears throat> Where'd all the frogs go? Gentlemen, you hear that? No, I don't hear anything. Exactly. <gasps> dun dun dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> okay. Are you a gentleman? I know well, I kind of f- did that for these guys, but. <laughs> yeah, of, of course. Fair enough. I'm a man cow. <laughs> Want to see? <laughs> I'm a bull. See, these see the horns? Yeah. <laughs> For you, there's a there's an old saying. There were some people with in the our bull, group. Get the horns. No, only two things come out of Texas. There were some people in our group <laughs> that as soon as something attacked them, their first instinct was to kill. That was not everyone's first instinct here. Huh. <laughs> Take out my red handkerchief and blow my nose. <laughs> the Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Are you hashtag triggered? <laughs> No, you said that your robes were blue and white. No, they're just all white. White oh. and gold. But you carry something most, red? Most of the gold. A red handkerchief, obviously. You wave it around. <laughs> Actually, my, my character wouldn't know the difference. I'd be like, okay. Minotaur has... Oh, your, your, your Minotaur is colorblind. Yes. <laughs> Advantage versus China shops. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to run out of these jokes. These are terrible. Absolutely terrible. It's fine. My character has no... Social norms, so <laughs> he doesn't pick up on it. Trust me. <laughs> the, uh, all right, you you are since you are able to notice the lack of frogs sounds and a lack of bugs, you creep along a little bit slower. If you roll stealth, everyone rolls stealth since you're trying to like see what's going on. Actually, difficult terrain doesn't slow our group's pace. Good. <laughs> 16. Okay. I rolled a 10. Okay. Yeah. Got a 6. Thorin also got a 6. Okay. <laughs> We're just right. Twinkies in this yeah. right now. Okay. Uh, One of these days, I'm just going to get up on your shoulders and be like, <laughs> We rocked! <laughs> I'm short. They didn't notice. <laughs> Um, as you are coming up to a, uh, it looks like the road is actually bending now. Uh, it's it's moving over to one direction, and you see at the inset of the bend, like on the inside of where the the, the acute angle, the uh, you see what could only be described as man-sized frogs, not frog men, but man-sized frogs. You see like three of them. They could easily. You think they would eat a gnome or a halfling in a gulp? You could almost ride these frogs. Do they say bud? Why, <laughs> sir? Er, 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 er. No. Uh, <laughs> Should we attempt to ride them? You you just see them. You don't think they've noticed y'all yet? They're about 
they're on the edge of the mists, uh, and you have light sources, I presume, because mm-hmm. you're not walking in total darkness cause since it's like past midnight. I have light continuously. Okay. So it, even despite you having a light source, uh, they are not aware, concerned with you, like you're too far away. So they're neutral? They seem neutral? They, they just... You can see froggy shapes that are huge, and you can't see them. You can't see like their. The they look of their four eyes. foot tall or taller. Yeah, I ain't going near them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're more than dwarf size. They'll eat me. Got all three yellow dwarfs. Uh, <laughs> there's, such a, there's such a difference. <laughs> yeah, there's like in almost height. seven foot tall, and then yeah. there's like four. Yeah, we <laughs> all should be able to ride on I, his back. There's there's going to be some very distinct differences of like, hey, has anybody seen a group three dwarves and a minotaur come through? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, they were here five minutes ago. Like, what a non combination. <laughs> um, how far away are they? Sixty to ninety feet. Three, two moves, or okay. a, like a, a dash action. All right, I'm like they don't seem unfriendly. It's okay. <laughs> Should we call out to them? Sure. Do you, do you know any friendly giant frogs? I don't know any unfriendly giant frogs. I don't In know. In fact, what, I've I never don't know met any any giant, giant frogs. <laughs> Uh, you could if you have the skill nature, I'll let you roll it, but not if you don't have it. But well, with, with all the insects disappearing, maybe that's why they left because of the frogs. Would make sense. Well, we're not insects. Do you have na- do you have nature? True. I mean, I don't. I don't have any pluses it's or minuses. Perfect it's sense. Zero. If no oh, you don't have the skill. If no one's proficient in nature. No, no, I'm not. Don't have the skill. Animal, animal, animal handling. Yeah, animal handling. <laughs> Can we ride these oh, yeah. babies? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Pioneers used to ride these for miles. If you got animal handling and you want to try and interact with the frogs, great. <laughs> Who's a good frog? <laughs> Who's a good frog? I got a 10. You got a 10? Yeah. All right, so you're trying to interact yeah. with the frogs? Yeah. Uh, how do you do this? Of all the people people that go up to the potentially three three potentially dangerous things, I think the squishiest person in our party (laughs) should not be the one doing it. Just putting it out there. (laughs) Play music to soothe the savage song. (laughs) Yeah, I'll do that. Um, Bog on the water. That's what you're playing. Frog on the water. Frog 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 river. Anything by the toadies? (laughs) <laughs> I come from the water. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. <laughs> That's all we're gonna do. Oh everything. my lord! <laughs> all right, um, yeah, you got ten. Let's see what frogs roll. I'm gonna name you Jeremiah. Frogs, look at you. And one, you hear like a very audible. And like two, two of the three turn towards you. And, like, they're not giving you, like, you know how animals are. They don't look at you straight on. They look at you, like, from one side and then from the other side. Like, they're sort of getting a beat on you. Mm-hmm. Roll a... Uh, roll a dex check. You eyeballing me? Five. Well, the dice love you. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> You see a tongue whip out 
I mean, from almost 20 feet away. And almost hit me? Yeah, and almost hit you. I, I back away. Back away? <laughs> Continuing to play. Soothing yeah. melodies. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You back away. A, one of, the, one of the, the third frog turns around. And the first frog who tried to, like, give you a little lick, uh, jumps forward 20 feet and now is, like... Staring me right in the face. He's, like, 10 feet away from you. Yeah. As you backed away at 5 or 10 feet. So, roll initiative. Two fights. First first episode. This is going to be great. Nice. <laughs> Frogs. Frogs are disappointing. All right. Um, next. Who's next? I, I rolled a five. Okay. Five, four... Rick. Still getting used to the new names. All right, who's next? Mirios. Mirios. Six. <laughs> All right. I got 12. 12 for Prita. I'm still, and still Thorin. Playing. 16. All right. Go Thorin. What do you to do? So we're being attacked, I guess, uh, on the first one. I will... Uh, Guiding bolt him. Okay. Do whatever that does. <laughs> I don't know. Because it's a range of 120 feet. So. All right. Yep. So, out of my hand, a hammer of light. Whoopow. Whoopow. Smashes him in the face. If you roll well mm. enough. It's a range. <laughs> it says a ranged attack, but it doesn't say which. You, against what? You just roll your. Modifier, it's still going to be against AC, but you just add your spellcasting attribute. Okay. Uh, 11. Hits. Okay. Um, and dice. Remember to do damage at the same time. Oh, sorry. It's all right this time. <laughs> uh, 11. 13. 13 damage. A frog. Radiant. Ex- a frog explodes in bursts of light, and there are little, like, just legs sitting there that slowly fall over in opposite directions. <laughs> Let's grill them. <laughs> We're hungry. Go, Prita. Free food. Um, I'm gonna throw vicious mockery at the other one. <laughs> the one in front of you? Yeah. Okay. The, oh, that wasn't the one that got exploded. Did you do the one in front of him or another? Yeah, one? the closest one to you. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's two Stranger other. danger. Stranger, Stranger danger. <laughs> no, no, don't touch me there. This is my safety there's, square. There's two more uh, further out. All right. Um, how far away? 20 feet? 30 feet? They are now 30 feet away. Okay. Vicious Mockery uh, has a range of 60. So. Okay. You're good. That's 1d4 sight damage. Okay. But also it has disadvantage to attack you after that. Right? Yeah. Correct. And it's a wisdom save. Okay. <laughs> two. It's a wisdom save for them? Yeah. All right. You get it. What's the save they're going against? Wisdom. No, no. You, they have a target number they have to meet that you have. call it DC. Spell save DC. Looking. It's probably eight plus your ability modifier, which is plus two, so ten plus whatever skill. So proficiency. So probably twelve. thirteen okay. is what I'm going to imagine it is. All right. What's your charisma? Oh, spell save DC is twelve. Sorry. Twelve. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, it doesn't make it. So it takes, how much was it? Two damage. Two damage? All right. All right. It has disadvantage. And yes, disadvantage on next attack. Yep. And then after Prita, it goes Murios. 
Murios. It's your turn. Wait. I got a six. Yeah. <laughs> right. And Rick got a five, and the frogs got a two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was caught off guard. I was like, he thought he had everyone else was going to go. All the right. frogs got a plus one to their roll. Okay. <laughs> um. You said they're about 30 feet away is the closest one? To you, uh, 60 yeah. feet away. Oh, well. A dash action will get charge. you Charge! Yeah, but I don't necessarily want to just like go in and kill them. Shove them away or something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, yeah. Um, I don't want to... I don't want to kill him, but I want the message to be clear. So, so you're going to try and, like, knock... If you shove, it knocks it prone and pushes it five feet away. Yeah. So I can do this goring rush. When you use the dash action during your turn, you can make a melee attack with your horns as a bonus action. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. That's an, And then you can, instead of attack, you can just use your shove instead of doing damage. Yeah, you can attempt to shove a creature with your horns as a bonus action. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'll do that. All right. So I need to roll a second d20 for the strength or whatever? No, no, you no, just, just roll one. Yep. Well, that is a natural 20. All right. So this, this, you hit this frog. You accidentally impale them both. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'll... They got big old frogs, like, stuck in your head. <laughs> shake them off. off. <laughs> you hit the first frog, and, like, you feel the contact in your skull or however your horns are mounted. And... Yeah. and you were prepared for it, so you're not dazed this time. <laughs> but it, it, you hit the frog, and it flies into the other frog, <laughs> and both are pushed ten feet away from you, since okay. you hit it critical. All right. And so now there are frogs ten feet further away from you. Uh, one's ten feet, one's fifteen feet away. And they are both... I don't know what a frog screaming sounds like, so I'm going to make it up. <laughs> All right. How many are there? With two. How many were there? I mean, again, there were three. three. You exploded. You exploded one. one. Yeah. You just stabbed one. Okay. So there's still two them. left. You pushed. Oh, pushed yeah. them. Okay. So you didn't stab them. No. Are so they I'm, disengaging? <laughs> I'm also, as I'm doing this, saying, "Please let us pass, friends. <laughs> I don't want to do this. <laughs> Search me as much as it d- no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go, Rick." I'm just gonna, you know, kind of stroll up to where Prita. Prita's at. <laughs> we need a little tent with names on them for a while. Yeah, uh, we should do that. It's a good idea. We could do that during the break. I mean, yeah, it's not we can no, color. I mean, him. it's it's not Stan Lee, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stroll up next to him with my battle axe and shield ready to protect. Okay. All right, and that's sort of this. You're just reading if they get close again. All right, frogs or cowed? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they, are, they're cowering. Yeah, they did not. They did not expect this much fight for food, uh, and so they. You see the two frogs like start to jump away and splash, uh, and it looks quite deep because they are actually swimming uh, off the road right there. Oh, okay. Sweet. I can't walk through that. <laughs> What's yeah, my four, swim speed again? <laughs> a four foot frog. A four foot frog is swimming in this water. <laughs> All right, twelve foot is my swim move. He's taller than you. 
Are you all about to head out? <laughs> I know. Or are you going to chase, give chase to the frogs? Or? We'll let them go. It's Thorin's turn. Give Wiggy I have, banter. I have nothing else to do. Okay. I'll just Frog. stay. Chill out. Chill out. Da, 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 okay. da, 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 da. Thank you. Not every, not everything has to end in bloodshed. Yeah. <laughs> or frog shit. Well, right. except this did. So you did mention the legs are remaining, right? Yeah. I mean, they're like almost exact. <laughs> and they're I'm probably fairly the large. Oh, they're I th- huge. I think <laughs> we should grab both of the legs and, and feast. Yes. Delicious and nutritious. Yes. <laughs> and tastes like chicken. <laughs> Catchphrase. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll find out how well they turned out next time on Dice Crimes. Dice Crimes. Uh, Dice Crimes. Follow us on Facebook. Twitter. And Twitter. Send me emails at dicecrimes at gmail.com and we read them all. We might not respond. I well, we probably we will. so few, we could respond to them. How do you kill that which has no life? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, we will see you soon again on Dice Crimes. Play the stinger. Thanks for listening to Dice Crimes. You can give us feedback by contacting us on Facebook and Twitter at Dice Crimes and by email at dicecrimes at gmail.com. We had fun. We hope you did too. We'll see you back next week.